everyone, and welcome to another episode of Travel with K&D, a podcast where we help you plan your Disney and Universal vacations. My name is Crystal. And I'm Drew. And I'm Nolan. And today is episode 15. We're going to be talking all about our top three at Hollywood Studios. But of course, make sure you check us out on social media. Uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, lots of T's there. Facebook, all <laughs> at Travel with KND. Also, you can check out our website, travelwithknd.com. And of course, there, if you need a little bit extra help planning your next magical vacation, I am happy to help you at no additional charge for you. I'll even make your dining reservations for you. You don't have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and take away a little bit of that stress for you while planning your vacation. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> if you have any um stuff, and, and if you have anything you want to let us know about um for Dis- at Disney, um, let us know in the comments. Or if, there, if you know um the answer to a question that... We- we don't know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Then, Just interact yeah. with us. And if One you have big su- community. suggestions for future shows, let us know. We are more than happy to go through those. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to go through our top three dining rides and others for Hollywood Studios. Hollywood. This list is actually full for all of us, unlike uh-huh. it was for Epcot. Yes. Um, so, yeah, this is, um, of course, Hollywood Studios. They have Toy Story Land. They It's also home to... Star Wars Land, that's not what it's called, but uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge um, that a lot of people absolutely love, whether you are a Star Wars fan or not. All right. And the Muppets. And the Muppets, yes. All right, so let's go ahead and get in with Muppets dining. Muppets don't get enough love, sorry. Nolan, do you want to talk about your top three dining? Yep. So my number one favorite dine- dining is the Sci-Fi Dining. It's really cool. So it kind of looks like a drive-in, um, and there's also like ca- old like cars that you can sit in, and and I also and one of and I love how the Sci-Fi Dining also has um, glowing cups. Yeah, those were cool. Yep. That's yeah, so really it, it's cool. really meant to look like the '50s, so it's yeah, you know it's like the drive-in. old '50s cars yeah. with you know black and white drive-in movie theater, drive-in movie theater. Yep. And yeah, yeah, you got a big kick out of it. Yeah, but the it, but the sci-fi dining could pr- probably use an update a little bit because no, it's meant to look like the '50s. Yeah. Okay, but I don't really like that that. <laughs> It's, right. it's it's an era, but it's, yeah. Okay, yeah. number two, buddy. <laughs> My number. <laughs> doesn't like his own number one. What the heck? Number two, buddy. Go ahead to number two. My num- Maybe my- you'll like this one better. Can, I- can you please stop talking so I can tell them? So I can- okay, okay, number two. My number two favorite is Docking Bay. I really like the Docking... I really like Docking Bay 7. Um, When we went to Docking Bay 7, I got... um, I think it was Chicken Nuggets. Yeah, it was Chicken... They called it tip yip. Tip yip. Yeah. yeah. They called it tip yip. We had we're like, well, it's got chicken in it, so I think you're okay. They're yeah. distant cousins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you like the tip yip. Yep. Yeah. And I really like the theming. The theme is the theming is really cool. Um, yeah, like a lot of Galaxy's Edge, yeah. it makes you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe, which is kind of cool. For sure. All right. So number, number three. three. My number three 
favorite dining. It's not really dining. Um, and people are probably gonna laugh at me for this. Um, and people, please oh. don't make fun of me. Oh, no, it's okay. Nobody's gonna, gonna make fun, fun of you. What's your number three, buddy? Starbucks. <laughs> because it's Starbucks. It's so basic. I, I, there's no, we. We've only we didn't really go to very much dining when we were at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah your yeah, your dining you trait is kind of limited with Hollywood limited, Studios. Yeah. yeah, so I really like it because. But you really like Star some of the Starbucks drinks. Yeah, so. yeah I, I really I that's why it's one of my favorites and cake because pops. it's yes. one of my favorites because I like Starbucks. Yep. All, All right. right, go ahead, Chris. What's your what's your top dining options at Hollywood Studios? All right, so my number one is Docking Bay Seven. Um. I really like this place. It's really great. Make sure you put in your mobile order. We mm-hmm. made that mistake one of the times you were there, so then we're just kind of sitting outside in the sun waiting for it. But um, the food is really good. It's not crazy heavy. Um, they definitely have some healthier options, which is really great when you're wanting something on the lighter side but still filling. Mm-hmm. Um, the food was really, really great. The drinks were really cool. Um, but, yeah, I really like Docking Bay 7. One of my favorites there. Um, well, my favorite there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, number two is the sci-fi dine-in. I actually love the 50s theme in there. Um, the I tables don't. were a little tight, <laughs> but you can request ones that have actually like pull-out chairs instead of like the benches inside the cars. So that would give you a little bit more breathing room. Or a room to expand from eating. Yeah, but the food, again, yes. was, was really food good. Was good. The menu was great. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of like your, I mean, it's, cheeseburgers and you know chicken tenders and things like that but they're not just you know patty cheese ketchup yeah mustard um i think i had like a barbecue one or something like that yeah it was it was pretty dang good yeah Yeah, but i feel like they could like update it to at least make it so like kids would like it more like they could like make it so it's like a newer theme yeah but diamonds aren't really around much anymore They were big in the fifties, but yeah. and they could like. I know. Yeah, we get you it. don't. You don't quite get the fifties. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's before our time too, but it is way before your time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I don't really like it. That's all right. What's your number three, Chris? Uh, so my number three is um, so there's shops inside. Bear with me here. There's shops inside Galaxy's Edge, kind of like a little market thing, and in there is a popcorn stand, <laughs> and. There's, like, blue popcorn and something else. It's kind of like caramel corn, but it's not caramel. But the popcorn's really, really good, and it's a really good snack. So I like the popcorn stand in Galaxy's Edge. My family's a bunch of weirdos. (laughs) All right, so what are yours? All right, my number one is Backlot Express. Um, I enjoy the theming here and kind of the backstory of the actual restaurant it's kind of supposed to be a backlot warehouse right so there's movie props everywhere and there's production notes hanging on the walls and you know there's all sorts of cool stuff there that uh you can really get lost in the details on the way to finding a uh on the way to finding a chair they've got a pretty decent menu of american uh of american fare and food um and i say that and i follow it up with the cuban sandwich who doesn't (laughs) love a good cuban right absolutely love it um you know healthier options there as well they got stuff with tofu in it for you know the the tofu a, crowd a lot out of places there have and, plant-based yeah and there's a lot of like that too, yeah so. for sure you know there's a couple different southwest salads with you know chicken and without chicken and all that good stuff so 
a little bit of everything, which is really, really cool. And it's right next to Indiana Jones. So you might even hear a couple of, uh, you know, familiar melodies and uh, explosions while you're uh, sitting there and dining. What's a um, Cuban? What's a Cuban? Uh, it's a type of sandwich. It's a type of sandwich. It's the one that has, like, it's got, you know, Cuban bread and ham and Swiss cheese and pickles and... It's pretty dark. It's pretty good, but you weren't a fan of it. Yeah. All right, so Again, number two. My weird family. Number two, um, it's not a restaurant, but um, it's kind of like kind of like a quasi-food court on Sunset Boulevard, right? I'm talking about the area across from the Beauty and the Beast, you know, stage and Fantasmic and all that stuff. I'm talking about uh, Fairfax Fair, Catalina Eddie's, Rosie's All-American Cafe, and Anaheim Produce. There's a little bit of something for everybody there. You know, there's um, Hollywood Scoops is thrown in as well. Um, there's something for everybody, right? You know, you quick walk up, but there's lots of seating. It's outdoor. It's open air. Um, really, really nice. Something for everybody, like I said. It's right around the corner from Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, so you're, you're not in a bad spot and you can usually grab something that's, you know, something for everybody that they would enjoy. I'd recommend not grabbing anything before you go on a Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster. Do that after. Baby. I've never gone my. on Tower of Terror, but, and I never will. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, my number three, um, it, this was a hard one for me. Um, you know, but I, I said sci-fi dine-in as well. Um, you know, I liked the theming. The menu was really, really good. My biggest complaint is, you know, as a as a fluffy guy, um, you know, it's uh, it was a little it was a little tough for me to kind of wedge myself into the seat. So maybe next time, you know, well, hopefully I'm lighter. But uh, if not, maybe it'd be a a regular table as opposed to the uh, to the car booth because you you can't adjust anything in the car booth. You gotta you gotta slide in and you're 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 kind of you're kind of wedged in there. Yeah. So it was a little uncomfortable for me. Um, but, uh, you know, the food was still good. So that made up for it. Moving on to rides. Go ahead. What are your top three rides? My absolute number one is rock and roller coaster. This was actually my first roller coaster way back in the day. Um, love Aerosmith. Um, love the ride indoor launch coaster. Very, very cool. Lots of fun. Um, my number two is honestly what I think is. I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster gets my number one because of, you know, the memories and stuff like that. Uh, Rise of the Resistance is, is a number two, a very, very, very close number two uh, for me. I honestly think it's probably one of the best um, rides and attractions in the world. Um, it's completely immersive from start to finish. Uh, it is phenomenal. Um, still a little buggy, still a little, you know, a couple issues here and there with B-Mode um kylo ren and stuff like that okay. but um you know it's uh it, it's something that everybody's got to do for sure you, you experience um you know there is a there is a drop portion um and i will preface this by saying i absolutely hate drop rides i refuse to go on them but um this is uh it's not it's not anything crazy it's not a bad drop it's um by the time you realize you're dropping it's done and over with anyway um, so do not, I would not let that deter you, uh, if you're on the fence about going on Rise of the Resistance, because you've, you've heard there's a drop portion. Personally, I wouldn't let it detour you, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not your, you know, parent either, so do what you want to do, and don't sue us if you don't like it. Uh, number, number three, three, number three, Smuggler's Run. 
Uh, I love it. Um, again, you know, you're putting, you know, you're with a team of six people. Um, your group, if you have, a, have an odd number or you have a party of four or five, um, you know, you might not have the cabin to yourself, uh, which can be a little interesting. There's an interesting dynamic because you it's not just a sit and watch. It's a sit and do. It is attraction. an interactive, and, yeah, not just interactive. a and, um, witness. Yeah. And if, you know, your ride experience is directly related to how well you perform with your mission. You know, if you're, if you have a terrible set of pilots and you crash, you're done pretty darn early and you've got some extra cutscenes to watch uh, while, you know, some of the other, um, you know, people that are in other cabins are continuing their ride and you're kind of just sitting there waiting for them to be done. Um, so definitely kind of keep that in mind, uh, for sure. When you, uh, pick things out and, uh, pick out, um, you know, jobs for people. So, uh, Chris, go ahead with your, uh, with your rides. So my top three are really the same as yours, just in a different order. (laughs) Um, my number one is actually smugglers run. Okay. Because I love that it really depends on how well you do it. Like you, you really participate. Go ahead. And I, I absolutely love that. And it was great. And when you get off the ride, too. Talk about that. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the more damage you sustain, the more, like, as you come out, like, you'll see lights flickering and damage and things yeah. like that. So, it really brings it home. Um, but we really got into it. The first time we rode this, we had a total of six people. Um, so, the two dads in the group, they were the pilots. Um, um, and then the two moms sat right behind each other and the two kids sat, you know, front and back with each other because we had to have, you know, a, an adult with paired with the kid. Yeah, because I was seven at the time and... And our Lily, the other friend's daughter was not old enough to, yeah. to be with another I kid. W- I wanted to be a mechanic and so did my friend, but yeah, whatever. It's all right. But that's okay. But so it was actually kind of fun. Um... For the people in the back, it is a lot of button pushing, but you have to be quick on your buttons and mm-hmm. they, you know, actually do make a difference. Um, so it was really great. While, you know, my friend is, you know, trying to help her daughter across the aisle, I would literally just turn around and start smacking her buttons if I really needed to, <laughs> which Teamwork. was great. Yeah. You know, so you really do all work together and it is, it's a lot of fun and you all are, I mean, you're really dependent on you guys working and really how the pilots have to be in sync with each other because yeah. one's controlling the up and down motion of the ride and the other one's controlling the left, left and, right. and right. Yeah. So if they are not in sync, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. So it was really, it was really great. And I love that interactive. Uh, my number two is rise of the resistance. And this is, I can't believe my top two rides in any park are star <laughs> Wars. I'm, we're not star Wars people. We're not star Wars people. I've seen the movies. Well, okay. I've seen the original six movies. I don't think I've seen the last couple movies. No. Um, I've watched Mandalorian. I love Mandalorian. But I haven't watched any of the other series that go with it. Like, we're not big Star Wars people. We're really not. Um, I really don't know Kylo Ren or any of that. Like, I get the gist of who he is. But, like, that's about it. So, you know, in this world, it's, I mean, we might as well be on an alien planet for a lot of this for us. But I love Rise of the Resistance. I love how it's all interactive and, you know, the stormtroopers and, and everything. And it's it's just kind of a cool, immersive experience. Uh, my number three is Rock and Roller Coaster. I love roller coasters. 
Um, I can't do them quite as much as I used to be able to just because of, you know, like blood pressure issues and all of that. But I still love rock and roller coaster. Um, it's just one of my favorite coasters. It's a launch coaster. It's a dark ride. It's it's just a lot of fun for me. Yeah, but rock and roller coaster could use an update. You yeah. think everything you needs an update? update. Not really. Good lord. Um. Okay, right, let's your, talk about your. Let's number talk about three. your number one, buddy. What's your number one? My number one. My number one favorite ride is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I, I railway. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I really like the theming. Um, and the ride is really cool, and it's really cool how you like go inside of this cartoon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's your, what's not, your number two? Too many, not too many spoilers there. Yeah. And. And my number two favorite ride is Smuggler's Run. I really like Smuggler's Run. Um, I like how, um, like, your performance depends, like, the duration of the ride um, depends on how well you do. Yeah, yeah, you told me earlier you liked that everybody had a job to do. Yep. Cause, yeah, that's like, nice. Um, I've, I have been the gunner and one of the pilots. I have not been a mechanic yet. Um, maybe this time. Yeah. yeah, maybe the next time. But yeah, you yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, the first time I was a gunner and then the second time I was a pilot with my dad. Um, It's a really yeah. great ride. I will give this to you. It is a really great ride for ADHD people because there is something always going on. Yeah. Like, you're, you're not getting bored. It's it's constantly pulling your attention, which is really great. Right. Yep. Okay, number What's three. What's your number three, bud? Um, my number three favorite ride is Rise of the Resistance. I really like Rise of the Resistance. I like the theming. Um, the effects are really cool. Yeah. Um. And you liked the magic that happens when you board the spaceship. Yep. That's what you were telling me about earlier, right? Yep, so when you board the spaceship, you're in Disney. But when you get off the spaceship, you're not. Which, it's very weird. I don't know how they do that. Cause you, cause you exit out of the same door that you enter from. It's Disney so magic. So you're definitely moving. But he hasn't figured it out yet. But that's cool though. You you like that little bit of mystery and that little bit of magic with it. Yep. All right. So let's move on to our others. Do you want to talk about your top three others? Yep. Go for it. So my number one favorite others thing is the Droid Depot. Yep. I really like the Droid Depot. It's really cool how you can build your own droid. Um, and you can also, like, and you can also have different personalities for your droid. We'll have to do a YouTube video with, with our droids and kind of show yeah. some people so they yeah. can kind of, you know, really see what they do and everything even after you get home and decide yeah. if they want to go make their own. Yeah, I don't have... to do one for the next one, too. I don't have my own droid. I don't have my own droid. Um, when we went, I built one with my dad. Yeah. Um, it is yeah. really easy, though. Yeah, Kids easy. can easily yeah. do it. Yep. He just wasn't entirely sure that's what he wanted to spend his money on. Because, I mean, again, we're not Star Wars people. Right. This was really, like, his first introduction to the Star Wars world. So. Well, actually, no, I did really want to. Um. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So, number anyway. two. What's your, yeah. Sorry, so my number two favorite is um the Saber place. Sabi's. Yeah, yep. Sabi's Saber. It was... Really fun to build a lightsaber with my dad. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. That's good. 
What's your number three? My number three is the Indiana Jones ro- show. Good choice. Um, Does this one need an update? No, it doesn't. I was just wondering. <laughs> I was a little older. I thought it might. No. Yeah, it's, um. It's pretty cool, right? You like Indiana Jones. You like Indiana Jones. We were super excited because the stunt spectacular came back like two weeks before we were there at Christmas. It really, I mean, maybe a little bit more than two weeks, but it was pretty quickly right before we weren't able to do it in July. It was still closed. But when we went back, we were there on Christmas Day and you were, I don't even think I told you until we booked the, the DAS pass for it. Uh, yeah. Which was great, and he was super excited to be able to see it because you guys watch the Indiana Jones movies together, and he he loved being able to kind of see all that. Yep. All right. What are your uh, What are your top three, Chris? Uh, my number one is Savvy Saber. Um, I mean, really, Hollywood Studios throws me through a loop because of the whole Star Wars thing. Um, but it really goes through with what we said. You do not have to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy this land. Um, if you hate Star Wars, you probably won't like it. But, um. <laughs> I I loved the person that we had there. There are different cast members that will go through and do the experience, and I think that probably greatly depends on yeah. who you have leading the experience. But the guy we have, um, he's a he's a fairly well known uh, TikTok TikToker. Uh, star and Disney. Uh, and we were so legend. excited to have him. We I walked would, in. I about did a cartwheel. We got when, pictures oh with them. God, we were so excited. So excited. Secrets. I was, yes. oh, I was so excited. Um, but it was really great. Um, they walked you through everything, you know, really kind of was all immersive. You pick from three different kits that you can choose from, uh, four, yeah, maybe four different kits. Um, and you kind of choose which kit you want when you first walk when up you, to check you, in, yeah. you get a cool little pin that goes with it, which our pins are going in our display case with all of our other pins from our travels. Um, but then from that kit, you're not stuck with making one type of saber. There's, you know, three different, you know, pieces if one piece for the hilt. Yeah. And a bunch of different. So you can really combine it. And then you get to pick your kyber crystal um, as you go through. Which, of course, dictates the color of your saber. Right. Dict- yeah. Yep. So it's really, really cool. Um, I love being able to, to kind of go through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is just all of Galaxy's Edge. And you've, you know... For a lot of reasons why you said, like, or we've said, I like the immersive aspect of it. I like how into it the cast members are. Um, you can get a little frustrating when you're really trying to get info from them. <laughs> you know, especially, like, where the bathrooms yeah. or, or no, things I like... You don't understand. I need to find a bathroom now. Break character and tell me where it is. Right. You know, so... <laughs> You know, some of it can get a little frustrating on that aspect because it does take a little bit to kind of get them to break character. Yeah. But I I love how immersive it is. I like the little, you know, kind of claustrophobic tiny shops that are in there. And I, you know, I love I love all of it. You know, the stormtroopers will sit there and, you know, laugh or I mean, they don't laugh, but they make you laugh and they kind of interact with people yeah. and especially little kids will interact with them. Uh, we were there in July uh, my best friend and I had a Darth Vader and a Stormtrooper shirt on, you know, and it was great because there's like a stage that the Stormtroopers come out every now and then. So they kind of interacted with us with those and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, my number three is going to be Toy Story Land. Um, again, this is a lot of like the other musty things that I really think of is just kind of like these experiences and like 
these photography moments and things that you can essentially like take home with you and, and be able to look back on. And growing up with Toy Story, this really takes you into those movies and makes you feel like you're one of the toys and kind right. of pulls you into that. So I really I really think they're cool photography moments. I think they're cool all immersive experiences and really pull you out of I'm just at a theme park in the middle of Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of pulls you into a new experience. Yeah, for sure. All right, so what are your top three? All right, my number one is Indiana Jones. Um, I was so, so, so excited when they announced they were bringing Indiana Jones back. Um, always, that's that's on my must-do um, every time we're there. And uh, definitely miss not being able to see it. Um, uh, after all, you know, the you know the long period of time we hadn't been able to go to the parks. Um, but uh, being able to kind of get that taste of uh, Indiana Jones back uh, in my life after such a long time was awesome. Um, you know, because I had such great memories, with, you know, with my parents and my family seeing it and always enjoyed watching those movies with my dad. And it was, it, you know, nice to be able to pass that along to, to Nolan and, and kind of share that uh not tradition tradition if you will uh with him yeah i don't even Um, think i told you that it was officially back until i booked that das pass mm -hmm. either yeah so um that was a nice surprise and that was exciting and uh you know welcome back to the cast and crew who make that show what it is uh definitely something that y'all should uh should enjoy and do on your next vacation for sure uh my number two uh savvy's um of course you know I, I, I doubt if I doubt there's anybody who's had a bad experience with Sabi's um, because, you know, they, they, they put the best of the best in there to, uh, you know, make sure your experience is wonderful. Uh, we were lucky to have Mark, um, you know, as our uh, guide, if you will. I'm not, I don't, I don't, recall I don't remember his, exactly what he's called know, in his, that. His title is, if you will, but definitely made that experience, um, you know, that much more memorable for sure. Uh, number three for me, um, I'm going to say Muppets. Um, you know, it was kind of Jim, if I remember correct, it was kind of like Jim's last project. Um, unfortunately, um, the Muppets don't get a whole lot of love in the Disney parks. I wish they got a lot more than what they do. And um, I always I always dread, you know, that I have that kind of, you know, secret fear that, you know, sooner or later they're going to announce that that area is going to be, you know, taken over by something. Um, and I hope it never happens because I'm an absolute, you know, Muppet maniac. Um, you know, the park, you know, there's been stories about how, you know, the Muppets land was supposed to be so much more and it just kind of didn't come together because of, you know, Jim's passing and the timing of everything. Um, but that's my number three is, you know, Muppet Vision 3D. And um, just the whole the whole Muppets area. I wish that uh, you know. I hope it it stays uh, as long as possible. And I'd love to see uh, more more Muppets in uh, in that area in the Disney parks as well. Because even the even the Muppet the gift shop isn't open anymore. Yeah, um, hopefully they'll open it back so. up soon. I know over by like Rock and Roller Coaster, that's where we were able to find the Kermit Lounge Fly Bag and the right. mini uh, animal one. Which is weird that it wasn't over by Muppets. But right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Any honorable mentions for you? Uh, honorable mentions for me, um, I would say uh, the uh, Slinky Dog Dash coaster. Um, 
I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's definitely fluffy friendly. Um, you know, I sat next to, uh, you know, bringing, you know, shouting out Terry again. Um, <laughs> you know, he, you know, he, he rode along with us, uh, when, when, you know, with me rather, sorry, uh, on our last vacation and we're two bigger guys and we sat next to each other just comfortably and fine. And we were hooping and hollering in the last row the whole way. It was, it was fun as heck. Um, a second one for me would be the uh, the kind of the, the cavalcade specifically at Hollywood Studios. Um, I'm a big car guy, and they leverage and utilize uh, like real cars. Like they've got you know Buzz Lightyear riding around in you know like a, a you know, Camaro that looks like you know a yeah. spaceship and. They've got, uh, when we were there for Halloween, or yeah, Halloween, good Lord. When we were there for Christmas, they did a Christmas cavalcade. And Goofy went by uh, in a, um, you know, Christmas-themed Corvette, or Camaro as well. And it, it's it, it's cool, like, seeing kind of, like, the inclusion of, you know, real cars and how they, you know, kind of disney them and make them look awesome and custom. And um, it, it's, it's really, really cool. So it's kind of a weird uh, honorable mention for me, but... Uh, that's that's where I'm at. Go ahead, Chris. What's, what's yours? Uh, I really just have one honorable mention on there, and that's One Man's Dream. Um, I'm a big Walt Disney uh, fan. Yeah. Um, for, you know, all of his faults. I mean, he was human and everything, and you kind of learn through it. But, um, you know, you always have that one question, you know, that it's always asked in, like, school and interviews and things. You know, if you could meet one person dead or alive, who would it be? My answer is always Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's just amazing you know, what got created because he wanted somewhere to be able to enjoy with his daughters and, you know, the, the absolute empire that's being built. And, you know, it was all started, you know, by a mouse as he, you know, would say. And, Mm -hmm. um, one of his favorite quotes that I absolutely love, or one of my favorite quotes of his was, it is fun to do the impossible. Um, and that's not exact. I don't remember, um, the exact words on there though, but, It's always been for me, you know, even in college as an art major and, you know, when I went through all of this stuff with people telling me, you know, like this is impossible and you can't do this. So it's just kind of one of those things that I absolutely love being able to do what people think that I can't. We're getting deep on this. I know. I know. Um, So it's somebody (laughs) that I've always looked up to, but this, the one man's dream really goes through the creation yeah. of everything from start to finish. Start to finish and there's, exactly. you know, there's models of like his old work area. I think it even has like one of his old work desks in there. Yeah. And it shows you cells from when they first did uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And, and how they shot and it. And how they like did the it. Different layers of different cells. And stuff. You know, yeah. there's drawings in there that were hand done by some of the artists. And, you know, all the way from, like, initial sketches from the shorts they mm-hmm. did to, you know, the latest animation that they've done and the how incredible it's history. how it's yeah. all changed. And it's all air-conditioned so you can take your time and walk through. That's my line. I know. But, <laughs> I mean, sometimes when you're out in the sun and it's beating down on you, you just kind of want to rush through. But it's really something, I mean, it's all walking. There's really mm-hmm. not anywhere to sit in here. But it is really great just to kind of take your time and walk through and yeah. really appreciate the history of Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, even talks about Disneyland and, you know, the the movies, the not even just Disney World. Yeah. So I really think that that's 
really amazing. And I know a lot of people do not go to vacation for a history lesson. Like, I get it. But... But if you're a Disney adult, though, this is a very, very welcomed history lesson for sure. I mean, even our son really kind of enjoyed bits and pieces of it. I mean, he doesn't get into it as much as I do. But he he liked seeing some of like the old things, especially now that we're in the new age of how animation is done and being able to show him like, look, this is how they made Snow White, which I mean, he really hasn't watched Snow White. But for him to be able to say like, no, they had to hand draw this, you know, one frame at a time and for him to really get that appreciation because he likes knowing how things work it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool little thing yeah all right well i think well, that's it for hollywood it. studios yeah. yeah all right guys well thank you for joining us of course check us out on our social media channels at travel with king and d be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast that helps us keep going and as always like nolan said earlier if you have suggestions for additional episodes please let us know we are more than happy to incorporate those yeah All right, well, that's it, everybody. Thanks a lot. Hope you have a good one. Bye, everybody. Thanks, y'all.